You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 375th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer in Massachusetts, r- <laughs> reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists oh, no. that you see out on the road. Spencer, guys, the ending. Guys, yeah. I can't wait to get this show over. It's the deep, <laughs> we're deep in the off season. I don't know what to talk about. What are we even going to talk about for this episode? Oh, so much. We're going to well, have to dig into the mail bin or something. We Well, we've got, once again... We're getting dozens of emails now, so we can't get to all of them, but we got some... People are going to have to start bringing their A-game to get the emails read. Um, Whoa. Are we going to... Okay. There's now standards. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I love every single email that gets sent to us. (laughs) It's awesome. Mm -hmm. They are awesome. But if we read every email, we'd be at like two, three-hour shows, and I'm pretty certain people don't want that. that. I I think an hour is a a classic max, but little guy... I'm already, uh, you know, mentally at the end of the show. So. Yeah. And little guy, last week, mm-hmm. I had the ultimate foreshadowing. I was talking nonstop about Gooser Bike yes. before the break, and we never got to it. We didn't. Yeah. We had some technical problems on my end, but I, I believe I have solved them. Much like All right. uh, a squeaky break, I think I fixed this one. So it is time... For the great return of goose or break. Nope. Yeah. Or goose or nope. bike. It, you know, people can say whatever they want, I guess. It's, it's a choose your own adventure. No, I mean, this is a branding thing, little guy. We need to, <laughs> how are we going to move merch That's true. if you're changing the name all the time? It's goose I, or bike. Yeah. Could be any bike noise versus any goose noise. That's true. I've only done break noises, though, but you're right. I got to get the shirts. I got to get the branding right. Uh, it's only the second mm-hmm. time we played this, so you know we're still we're still basically in the test phase. Oh, um, and geese are hot right now, so I think merch should move pretty well. Geese are hot right now. Everyone loves Canada. Um, yeah. So we're gonna do three rounds, boys. Uh, there'll be one sound that's a goose, and one sound that's a bike. You got to tell me which ones, and uh, you know, hopefully okay. we don't end up in a tie because I only have uh, three rounds loaded up here on the soundboard. So you guys ready to play? Well, three's an odd number, so that would be I, impossible. I am always ready to play, little guy. All right. Here's your first <laughs> Give noise. Give it to me. Let's wait for your first noise. Okay. You guys think right. about it. I'll give you the second noise for round one. First noise, round one. You guys want that again? No, I got it. Tim, you want again? Did you record that in your basement? Yeah, I've recorded it all in my basement. I've got 17 geese down there just so I can make this all consistent. <laughs> all right, all let right. me let me hear the B the B sample. Here's the second sound for round one. <laughs> oh, it was quick. What do you guys think? What do you think? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can, can, can I need, I need to hear both of them again? All right, nope. one nope. and then two. one. One, one and done. First I'm winning my vote. Wait, first sound. Uh. It's quick. Second sound. <laughs> 
Real, real quick. And we're oh. supposed to. And what are we supposed to say? Which one is the goose and which one's the bike? Yeah, which one's the goose? I'm punching in, bike? little guy. I'm okay. punching in. Go for it, Spencer. It goes bike and then goose. So I definitely. Tim, Tim gets I've, the opposite ones, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, what do you got? No, I got Perfect. biker goose. Biker goose. Okay. I got bike oh, and goose. Oh, you're both sorry. right. That's one point for each of you. All right. So let me mark this okay. down. Right. Tim and Spencer. One Scoring point is flawed. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Second round. Second round. First sound. Here we go. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> it's tough, so right? Obvious. All right. Now here's the second one. Here's the second one. <laughs> What is it, right? It's got I'm punching it again. <laughs> Go for it. Spencer. Getting in well, ahead of Tim. All right, goes here. Uh, I'm going bike and then goose. Okay, Tim, what you got? D- does, can it be bike and bike just to mix it up? You, yeah, you can guess no, that. If I'm you gonna want. do bike and bike, bike and goose. So ah, you got goose. it. You it's, both it's got it. One point for each. You guys are too good. You guys have been outside before, haven't you? <laughs> Recently, even. Yeah. yeah. All right. No. All right. Third, third round. It's a tie. All right. Yeah, statistically right. impossible, but... <laughs> no, it couldn't happen. All right, here we go. First one. Uh-huh. All right, that's a tough one. Uh-huh. You could be it's in Canada, Canada but... when you hear that one. You could be... I mean, you could be anywhere. Did... All right. I was. For... I was whisked away just now. You ready for the second one? Yes. All right, okay. I've never been more ready. No, 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 no. There's two O's in Goose, boy. Which one was Goose and which one was Bike? Do you need to hear those again? <laughs> no, I think I got it. Okay, what do you got? What do you got, Spencer? <laughs> I'm going Bike Okay. and then Goose. Okay, well, what kind of Goose? Could you tell me what kind of Goose the second one was, if it was a Goose? <laughs> yes, I I know what the second... Yeah, the first, first is Bike. Okay. The second is um, the Great... And no longer with us, Goose from Top Gun. Ding, ding, ding. You guys nailed it. Good work, you guys. Three for three. <laughs> so I get some kind of bonus points for getting in ahead of Tim each round, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you sure. win. Spencer, the- if you want to walk around with the Goose or Bike crown, you yeah. can. I, I, you I know absolutely what? You know what? I'm going to... I'm out there with the rose petals in front of you saying, uh-huh. all hail the Goose or Bike uh-huh. King, uh-huh. Spencer. Uh-huh. Good job. Little guy, that was a classic game. Fantastic. Um, Our listenership is definitely going through the roof. Yeah. That's Um, a good lead story. Yeah. I I think, you know, we really hype the people up. Well, people have been waiting for it, you know? Yeah. And there's there's so much to that. There's so much to get to. (laughs) And I think that we hit it right. But let's get into some version of news. Number one, Robbie McEwen is out. And I can't say I am more disappointed about the announcing. Um, I love Robbie McEwen. I think he's a fantastic announcer. And when we would get him on here in the U.S. for the um, commercial-free feeds on NBC Sports Gold, it was always a joy. Um, so I hope that he lands on his feet. No word yet on if it was Baden Cook that actually fired him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> blast from the past for all the tour fans from 2005. What? They got that reference. Do you know why he got? Why is he out? Like, does this mean TJ's in? I can only assume we're going for a more American voice. Is what the plan is, right? Well, well I mean, the this Australian was, broadcast. Yeah, this oh, was okay, SBS okay. that that let him go. Um, there was um, no reason given. In fact, Robbie in his uh, announcement sounded pretty surprised. I gotta yeah. say, 
Uh, you did not sound like a happy camper yeah, about no uh, finding out. So, um, yeah. yeah, disappointment all around on that one. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm I with mean, Tim. I hope he I hope he lands on a broadcast somewhere. GCN, are you listening? Yeah. Mid two thousands, mid two thousands when we started this podcast, um, I uh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I would have picked Robbie McEwen for my bar fight team. Oh, are you yeah. kidding? I yeah, still I would. Want, I would not want to make that guy mad. No. Um, and also, he, I bet you couple- bring him into a bar fight, they'd underestimate him. He's not a big guy. Uh, he's the classic little sprinter who you think, oh, that guy can't do anything. And then kind of like a Caleb Ewan, he blows yeah. your doors off. How about, so. how about a quick check-in to Slow Ride Podcast alumni corner, um, if you will? Uh, major shout-out to Mitch Docker, who moved back to Australia and has a new baby on the way. And yeah. he's going to do some gravel. I know. How's he gonna find time to podcast? Yeah, and the podcast is back. He's got he's got he's got the new season going. As always, hitting it out of the park. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I think at this point, I mean, he was doing life in the peloton. He should come to us for life in the podcast uh, mm-hmm. to really feel how we've Good made transition. it. You know, giving it a go. The real like, because now he's with us on the outside looking in. Uh-huh. So um, you yeah. know we're living the pretty p- much peers. We're, we're living well, we're the totally podcast life, now. and I. Yeah. So yeah. he should be asking us all those hard hitting questions. Let me tell you, full luft, all the time. Yeah, is that so? Yeah, I'll tell you. About, I'll tell him about my ride, my favorite ride here in Orlando. Okay, that I like to do. <laughs> tell him about gravel too, because uh, yeah, I, yeah, the word is he's um, he's gonna be on the on the crushed rock a little bit. So that's exciting. So major shout out to uh, Mitch Docker for that uh, little guy. Where else are we got in alumni? corner other uh, announcements I on the way shout out to kate wagner who's on the show one time uh had a great article on cycling news a, a little geno matter piece the other day that was really good i really liked it it was interesting because rarely does someone interview a rider that rides for uh one of the shadier maybe the teams that people are less <laughs> enthused about your uh your dictator teams mm-hmm. uh you know your oil rich state teams and uh, uh broached that subject about riding for one of those teams and how they feel about it so it was a really good piece mm-hmm. it was, like all her pieces are really good but this one was i have not uh, read it interesting well i have not i have not read it but after reading that do you have any doubts on if gino mater will be making the start line in any bike race this year like how did he handle the hard-hitting he, questions it was it was diplomatic you know talking about talking about having him having some feelings about uh, going to that team, uh, I don't know. It was it was it was it was it was diplomatic in the story. I was a little surprised that he would broach that subject, but it was it was nice to see because <laughs> it's what all of uh, not all of us, but a lot of cycling fans are thinking about a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad people are 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 bringing up the question. You know, yeah. And then we also uh, shout out to. Uh, friend of the pod and alum um, alum yeah probably the the biggest alum on this list oh for Definitely sure the biggest alum abby on, yeah abby mickey um Schkunes? i i and i apologize abby i don't know if uh we've we've taken on uh what uh after marriage to the lovely tom's Schkunes, but congratulations on uh some sweet articles that have been coming through about the whole uh you know professional cycling uh, the CPA, if you will, 
the the non-existent riders union. It's probably the biggest news that she's had lately. Well, no, like no, and then no. you know she's also pregnant piece. too. Yeah, C- congratulations. congratulations to her and Tom's as well. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. So, so but her you know, professional career is also like <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, we'll see. You know, Mitch's kid versus Tom's kid. Like, oh you know, who's going to be the, the gravel sh- Hall of Famer that gets in first? Who knows? Oh, I'm sorry. Was was that Segway <laughs> Spencer that just came into the room? He just blasted oh. through. He's already out the other door. <laughs> He's already out the other doors on his way to Emporia. Um, so <laughs> Spencer, uh, little did you, most people know that there actually is a U.S. Cycling Hall of Fame. Um, but what yeah. better way to celebrate Hall of Fames than just creating a new gravel cycling Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer, who is going to be the first member inducted to the gravel Hall of Fame? Um is oh, it man. James Monroe and the Monroe Doctrine? Or is it um, the gentleman behind Manifest Destiny for the complete, um, uh, you know, this whole westward uh, uh, expansion that seems to just <laughs> percolate in uh-huh. all gravel cycling ethos? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know um, who will be the first in the the... Uh, what is it? Cooperstown of, uh, of gravel cycling. Um, I would probably put my money on like, I mean, you got to lead with a big name, right? Like obviously this, the, they're the founders of the sport, the forefathers, the pure purists, uh, they deserve it. They deserve the the recognition. Yeah. Um, you know, they've earned it. But you got to lead with somebody who maybe hasn't earned it, but who will get the media attention, right? So I'm thinking somebody that's done a fair amount of cobblestones and gravel rides and has has always gotten press about it when they do it. And of course, I'm talking about TJ Van Garderen. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a so <laughs> wow. I admit, love that guy. Uh, where where are we? Is there a gravel hall of fame, physical gravel hall of fame that's going to be built? And is it in Emporia, Kansas? Where do you put it? Don't know. It's got to go in Emporia, right? I mean, I mean, that's the current like epicenter, I guess, of this gravel virus. But um, some would say that it starts in Iowa with Trans Iowa, right? Yeah. I mean, or the original Tour de France back in 1903. I mean, where does it stop? Well, mm-hmm. I think the Tour de France is doing okay. I don't know if they need a Hall of Gravel fame. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say this. If Amanda Nauman isn't in the Gravel Hall of Fame yeah. for winning Unbound twice, mm-hmm. then I'm rioting. Here's the thing. Guys, did we did we miss an opportunity? We are not... It's not often that we miss opportunities. Um, you know, fat bike nationals, all these things that we've invented, yeah. um, trying to become national champions of Iceland before they had cycling. Like, did we miss on inventing a gravel hall of fame? This is actually a very good yeah, question. I, true. I, I, I would, I'm willing I, to I, admit, I, I'm willing to admit that yes, yeah. we did miss this. this. This was so low hanging fruit. Listen to the Slow Ride podcast once. Like, how did we not talk about a Gravel Hall of Fame? It should have been on the Doc Hollywood route there in Florida where Michael J. Fox broke down in his Porsche, right? Yeah, amazing movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mechanopia, Florida. Um, Perfect reason to get some metric wrenches. I do think 
that I mean, Spencer, you're onto something here. This, this is our first this was, miss. This is a massive miss, and it's our first miss. We will not let it happen again. I will say that. We um, did a couple years ago copyright the bike camping world championships. So and that hasn't yeah. come to fruition yet. So but when it does, I expect the paychecks to come rolling in. Yeah. Yeah. Um wow. Well, we did have the Fat Bike National Championships before Steve Johnson ripped that one out of our hands. Yes. As the uh, USA Cycling president. We will do, we will come up with some things. Um, I don't have anything else to add on the Gravel Hall of Fame. I saw some memes. They were kind of funny, but well, okay. <laughs> like, you know what? If people, it's obviously, it's an important industry. It's an important thing for our industry. And thousands uh-huh. of people show up to bike races around the country, riding yes. gravel bikes, more power to them. I yeah. love it. And you know what? If we can recognize um, with some form of equity the uh, the people and the um, uh, behind gravel, that would be fantastic. More power. I, I would, in 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 all actuality, I would nominate uh, the Almanza 100 in Minnesota and Chris Gogan, who put it on for so long. Yeah, I've already like said that to um, a couple of the voters. I was like, if yeah. you guys don't vote. Chris Gogan into this thing because that pretty much is where the unbound people got the idea. Yeah. Then, you know, we got to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, other things, sadly in the news, um, little guy, you asked in the slow ride podcast green room chat, um, how many wins is it going to take, uh, Nibali to, uh, allow himself to overlook what's happening in Kazakhstan and um, the Astana <laughs> well, I, sponsorship. How? Yeah, well, him, but how many us? Like, how many Nibali or Superman Lopez wins do we need before we, uh, as cycling fans, will feel less bad overlook. about all the, like, overlook the, uh, the, uh, the mass protests and uh, uh, government putting down, uh, yeah, people's protests in uh, Kazakhstan. Not that that doesn't happen in other places too, but um, it's been pretty dire over there lately. What a seems. rotten sport we live in, when we we exist in, right? If you think about, it, especially on the roadside, if you were gonna like line up all of the sponsors, mm-hmm. what I mean, what, I mean, we're not gonna Stinkers. go through each one because because a lot of people are really gonna come after us. But there's a lot of bummers on that uh, sponsor list. I mean, what do you think? Like 35 percent of the teams sponsored by some kind of you know like the owner. Mm-hmm. you know questionable environmental practices um uh uh it it's a it's a little alarming uh, yeah yeah it's just watch bike racing let's not it talk gets... about where the money's coming from yeah it's a little more i guess it's just i mean like you've we've always known some teams have uh uh question questionable backers but um it's a little more in the news, I'm gonna say three wins. Uh, Nibali just needs three wins, and I'll just I'll look past everything. Uh, it's all fair, <laughs> the th- no biggie. They gotta be good wins, though. Three- I mean, I gotta have like a Milan San Remo, maybe a Grand Tour stage win or something. You're not getting that, um, dude. He's not getting Milan San Remo. You know who's gonna get Milan San Remo? Philippe Gilbert. I read it on Cycling oh, News. He's gonna get okay. the career, the career Grand Slam by winning uh-huh. all six monuments. I, I say um, Nibali wins Milan San Remo again. Which was improbable the first time before Gilbert wins Milan San Remo. Wow. You know you know thing you know how the season's gonna end up when Cycling News is writing the article about a retiring rider focusing 
on the race that's like the first big race of the year and you're like oh this is gonna be a tough year I mean, like i want him to win it it's gonna be great but when he doesn't yeah. yeah maybe there's a testimonial race that he gets he should um so well i think that's uh pretty much uh all we need to talk about in professional cycling corner. But what we do want to do is we got an amazing email this week, guys. And this email comes to us from friend of the pod, Spencer Hackett, to which he says, a longtime listener, first time mailer attached is a pro cycling centric jeopardy game. Play it. And back to the premier league for me, of course, Spencer, um, coming to us with this sweet link. So gentlemen, I am going to be the host with the most, uh-huh. the number one candidate for replacing this... the legendary Alex yeah. Trebek. There you go. Got it. Who is Alex Trebek, I think? is. So we mean? have four categories. We have okay. the five monuments, That's the, already grand, the grand tours, Criterium Nation, and Life is Nice. And of course, that is spelled N-Y-S. Gentlemen, 500 points at the max, 100 at the lowest. I will keep track of the scores. Little guy, you control the board. What? Where would you like to go first? Um, let's take. The, let's just start at the beginning. Uh, five monuments for 100, please, Sam. This early spring monument is the longest in distance, covering nearly <laughs> 300 kilometers. What is Milan San Remo? That is uh, correct. What is Milan San Remo? Uh. Congratulations. Uh, let's, My name uh, is let's 200. Continue. Um, all right. Well, you know, I got to actually, to see you guys here, I got to uh, kind of shrink some screens down a little bit. Let's go. My name Monuments is 200. 200. Alex. 200. Alex, um, can you hear me? Is this on? This Italian rider is the only rider to win the Giro di Lombardia five times. Boop, boop, boop. Beep, beep. Spencer. <laughs> Who is uh, Paolo B- Teeny? I have no idea. Little guy for the steal. Uh, who is uh, Gino Bartali? Oh, negative for you too. It is, uh, what is Fausto Copi? Really? Uh, five times? Um, I did not realize that. Okay. Uh, Spencer, you have the board. Um, let's try Criterium Nation for 100, Alex. In 2021, Legion of Los Angeles proved how tough they were by sweeping all three days of this event. Boop, 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 beep, beep. Spencer. <laughs> what is Tulsa Tough? <laughs> yes, that is correct. Little guy, are only you still playing? Question. Yeah, that's the only, I tried, but he was too fast. And that's like probably the only crit question I'll even be able to get. Uh-huh. All right, go. Little guy, uh, Spencer, control the board. Uh, and just a score update, uh, Spencer's at zero and little guy's <laughs> at negative 200. Um, all right, uh, Spencer, go ahead. Criterion Nation 500, Alex. Ooh, big money. Since 2002, this rider has won more national championships in the women's field than any other competitor. Ooh. Are you kidding? The correct response is, who's Tina Pick? Uh, Sorry, man. I know you were thinking Corinne Rivera, but not. I was. Spencer, back to you. Um, let's go Life is Nice, uh, 100. Life is Nice, 100. Sven Nice rode into the history books, winning the Cyclocross World Championships in this Kentucky City, Beep. earning him an Boop, invite boop, boop. to the... <laughs> what, is what is Louisville? What is Louisville? 
I did him earning him an invite. This earning him not working right. Earning him an invite to the phone party bearing the city's name. Louisville is correct. Little guy controls the board. Uh, yeah. Let's just go. Life is nice for for two hundred. The answer is Nice has been senior cyclocross champion of Belgium this many times. Beep beep beep. Little guy. What is nine times? That is correct. Whoa. Back to you, little guy on the board. Uh, let's, let's go for 300. Nice scored his 300th career win at this iconic cyclocross venue. Boop, boop, boop. Spencer. Uh, what is Cuxida? Incorrect. Little guy for the steal. I don't think I know, man. Sorry. The answer is, what is Copenberg Cross? Uh, Back to you, little guy. Um, let's go for 400. If it's nice for... At the 2014 Cyclocross in Hugerheider World Championships, Nice went head-to-head with this rider in one of the most beep, beep, exciting beep. races. Little guy. Dang. Uh, who is Zendek Stybar? That is correct. Little guy still controls the board up 500 to zero. Let's, yeah, let's go with... Uh, you want to round out the category? Nice. All yeah, right. yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go good. Nice, nice won his first senior cyclocross World Cup race in Tabor, Czech Republic, in this cyclocross season. Boop, boop, boop. Spencer. Uh, what is 2001? Incorrect. Little guy. <sighs> All right, I had two options, is, and I picked the wrong one. What is 2000? What is 9899? Yeah, oh. it's going to be 99. I have Little, both those seasons on VHS, and I couldn't remember which one it was that he won the first one. Oh. Do you still have a VCR, Spencer? I know you just moved. No, Let, no I do not, but I have right. those on VHS. All right, They're we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, here we are back at Jeopardy. Um, let's check in with Spencer. Spencer, I'm reading here on this uh, card that uh-huh. you yourself once um, lost the... Uh, Missing out uh, in 2004 Minnesota Velodrome, and it was quite the uh, quite the night of excitement. Do you want to uh, share a little bit about that? Well, you know, I uh, it's one of those things where you know you're feeling it uh, on the night, but things just didn't go your way, um, and uh, pipped pipped on the line, as it were. Um, but uh, you know, came back better than ever. Oh, fantastic! And little guy, you're a multi-time champion here at Jeopardy, uh, known for your cyclocross, but Let's get a little bit more exciting. The other thing that you're very familiar with is sand in sand pits. What is your favorite type of sand in particular when you get a face full of it when crashing? Uh, I, you know, for me, it's just who I crash with. So uh, I like to crash in mm. the sand with Spencer. You know, it's not mm-hmm. about the sand. It's about who you can be with when you, when you crash. Oh, Oh, fantastic. Well, let's get back to a wonderful game that we have. <laughs> Little guy still controls the board up 500 to zero. Little guy, where do we want? The five monuments, the Grand Tours, or Criterium Nation? Uh, let's go Grand Tours for 100, please. All right. Uh, three of the four riders to win the Tour de France five times. Beep, beep, beep. I just need three. Little guy. Who, who is Eddie Merckx? Who is uh, Miguel Indrin? And who is, uh, wait, three of what? <laughs> What was it? Three of four to win. Here's coffee. Spencer for the steal. What? Come on. I can't ask a question. Uh, what was the question? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I got some right. 
three of the four riders to win the Tour de France five times. Okay. Who is uh, Eddie Marks? Who is Miguel Indurain? And who is, uh, 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 oh, geez. Uh, 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 I said the third one, Tim. We were, we were looking for Jacques Anquetil or Bernard Hino. Little guy, you did not. You said fa- Fausto Copi. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, little guy. He did not no. win the Tour de France five times. Oh, um, both of you guys right. actually get that question wrong. Spencer back in the negative. Little guy, you control the board. Let's go. Uh, Grand Tours for 200, and I'll try to listen to the whole uh, question. This eventual winner of the 2017 Giro d'Italia GC had to take an ill-timed and less-than-traditional emergency natural beep, beep, beep. break behind a... Ro- <sighs> little guy. Who is, who is Tom Dumoulin? That is correct. Little guy, run it back for 300. Let's do it. In the 2007 Tour de France, this classic specialist at the time wearing the yellow jersey broke away just outside the Flamme Rouge on stage <laughs> three to win the... Spencer. Fabian Cancellara? Who is, that is Fabian Cancellara? That is Sorry? correct. Thank you. All right, little guy. Uh, Spencer, you want to continue with Grand Tours? Sure, let's go. Mark Cavendish rode in the first red jersey of the Vuelta de España this year after decades of the general classification leader's jersey being golden. Oh, this, is a, this is an amazing question. Wait, was, was there a, a question? question there? Yeah, that was like a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Cavendish rode... Yes. In the first red jersey of the Volta de España this uh-huh. year, after decades of the GC leaders' jersey uh-huh. being golden. Boop, boop, boop. Spencer. What is 2008? Uh, dang. Little guy for this deal? No. Uh, we're looking for 2010. What is 2010? A classic, the golden jersey, by far the best leader's jersey in all of cycling. All right, you're going to round out the Grand Tours 500. This Eritrean rider, Daniel Teklahymanot. Oh, dang. Spencer? (laughs) Sorry, I can't see the question. (laughs) I was going to say it was Daniel Teklahymanot, but it turns out it was Give us another rider Eritrean. The Eritrean rider Daniel Teklahymanot was the first rider from an African nation to wear this leader's jersey in the 2015 Tour de France. Beep, beep, beep. What was the climber's jersey? I already buzzed in. Yeah, you you, you buzzed in. You buzzed in incorrectly. There's rules. In Jeopardy, you can see the question on the little TV screen. Come on. Uh, What's the climber's jersey? Well, little guy's running away with this one. Um, This is rigged. All right, uh, Criterium Nation or the Five Monuments? Oh, Five Monuments, please, for 300. All right. The 2003 Liège Bastogne Liège was won by this rider, the <laughs> only American. Matt? <laughs> Who is Tyler Hamilton? Oh my God, and what is Tyler Hamilton? Who is Tyler? Oh my God, the greatest of all time. So good. Uh. Uh, five monuments for 400 name one of the two other riders to win all five of cycling's monuments. In addition to Eddie Merckx. So there are three what? riders that have won all five cycling monuments. Eddie Merckx is one who is one who of is, the other two. Beep, beep, beep. Who is yes. Rick Van Louie? Rick Van Louie is one 
little guy, uh, Spencer, I'll give you uh, the chance to get some points here. Do you know the Oof. other one? I do not. Roger, Roger, Roger de Vlermick. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'll just give you some points anyway, Spencer. I got to the five give monuments. Grace points. I mean, I got the climbers jersey one, so. Paris Roubaix, the hell of the north, has not started in Paris since this year. Ooh. When was the last year Paris Roubaix started in the, the grand city of lights, Paris, France? In Paris or like in the suburbs? Once again, the question is, boop, boop, the hell of the north <laughs> hasn't started in Paris since this year. All right. Spencer. Go. Uh, what is 1979? <laughs> you know what, Spencer? Spencer, you're. Yes. I, I'm just going to give you that, even though it was 1966, oh. because you have oh. the balls to ask a question. Thank you, Spencer. No, 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 Criterium no, 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 no. Nation. No, 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 Crit- no. Wait, 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 wait. I I knew enough, having just watched the Sunday in Hell a few times in my life, that it didn't even start in 1976. I think when that was filmed, it didn't start in Paris. It started in a suburb of Paris that year. No way. Yeah, does so I was get taking five- that into account. 500 so, points yeah. for that well, terribly it's a, it's wrong answer. a questionable answer. Little guy, judgment. this is cycling. This is cycling. Things are not fair. The old, Sometimes uh, you, just have to, you just have to deal with it. Um, no, I'll take Criterion you, wait, Nation. Uh, Criterion Nation for 200. That, the only uh, reason uh, uh, I let's know go to anything the, about the, uh, that, that bike race is because Spencer had that DVD, and then he, he left it in the van when he moved away. So he must uh-huh. have watched it, so he knew the uh-huh. same thing I knew. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's 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 go to the judges. That's um, why I got the question let's right. Let's go to the judges. Oh, <laughs> er, nope, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Criterion Nation for two hundred. This, <laughs> this American stage race regularly featured a Sacramento circuit race as the final <laughs> stage of the <laughs> Spencer. What is the tour of California? Oh my goodness, it's starting to get close here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I thought Criterion Nation for three hundred. This Tennessee city hosted the twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one Criterion Net. <laughs> <sighs> little guy Knox, what is Knoxville I don't man I was really hoping you were going to say Chattanooga but it is Knoxville alright one, one final question Criterium Nation for 400 while Criterium races regularly last 50 to 70 minutes this Criterium on the calendar regularly elapses 2 hours and 10 minutes oof oof indeed beep 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 what is you guys aren't gonna get this? So what is it? For it. Oh, what, what is, is it, Air, guy? What is the Air, is it? The Air Force Classic? The Armed Forces Classic? No, it's the Clarendon yeah. Cup. Which is that the mm. Air Force? I don't. Know. I don't know. All right, let's like see. Uh, I think I think that's it, guys. Um, and I am looking here. That uh, yep. Sadly, uh, Spencer lost by quite a bit. Little guy is the Jeopardy <laughs> champion. Congratulations, little guy. Thanks, everybody. Let's go to our own Jeopardy from the Jeopardy Clue, the Clue Crew, our very own Michael Matthews. For this week's Clue on Professional Cycling in the Pre-Lap. Hey there, it's Mike Vanningham, your second favorite Canadian, and I do listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are once again in the Prem Lap. Major shout out to all the supporters, listeners, yes. and sponsors of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com. 
click that donate button, figure out how you can uh, support the network, and also Mm -hmm. check out the bevy of shows. We have amazing content. First, Bill over at CX Series Radio is going to get you acting like you know what's going on at the Cyclocross World Championships in Fayetteville that is happening in two weeks' time. Also, you have the Grodio, which continues to put out some fantastic content. I know Amanda Nauman is in the lab doing more and more episodes in prep for the Gravel Hall of Fame announcement and all the other news <laughs> that is in the world of gravel cycling. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to check that out. I have gotten previews, preview texts, and sounds from good friend of the pod, Rob Kelly, for Criterium Nation. Criterium Racing is hot. It is continuing on. And I can't wait. Go fast, turn left. It's going to be here. Criterium Nation, the best podcast in the world for Criterium Racing. And let's not forget the good friends over at Nowhere Fast, where Zach, Kevin, and Mike continue to slay it on all your Zwift racing needs. There he is. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com. Find out more about your favorite cycling podcast. And with that, let's get back to the show. This is Mitch Docker, and you're listening to Life in the Peloton, also the Slow Ride Podcast afterwards. (laughs) All right, guys, here we are back to the show. As always, there's a ton of emails to get to. But little guy, I must ask you, how does it feel to wear that Jeopardy crown and just walk around like you know all there is about cycling? Feels good. Feels really good. It feels really good, yeah. That's all, all I can right, say. Yeah. Spencer, are you okay with what Spencer. just happened? I can't believe you didn't give him a double Jeopardy on one of the Criterium Nation ones. It's all, that's all I'm saying. I think this has been rigged from the start. And, yeah, you know, yeah. congratulations, Matt. Um, not taking anything away from your crown, but uh, oh, it was no, ill gotten. And uh, this whole thing is uh, kind of reeks, you know, if you ask. Hey, we can play again next, Ty- next time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we got an email here from Tyler Yoder. Y'all, Tyler Yoder here from Richmond, Virginia, home of the 2015 UCI World Road Championships yeah, and MVDP. MVP Eddie Anderson and I will let me just add one more accolade for Richmond Richmond? Virginia there's something missing here the only the one and only location of the one and only slow ride podcast live show I I hope Tyler was there um that that was a wonderful night we really turned him out um in downtown Richmond that night uh, and then when you left the show, we had a, a top-notch comedian do some stand-up it's, for us. I believe um, it's episode 75. It was pretty early in the days. Like, really I can't early. believe people showed up, and we actually no. filled up that room. It was pretty good. Anyway, it sorry, back, back to great. the email. Yeah, back to Tyler's email where he conveniently forgot about our, <laughs> our live show that was brought so much success to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I hereby request the championship belt for non-racers be called the championship suspenders. That is all, Tyler. No, oh, like short it. and I like sweet. It. I like that. Championship suspenders. Because um, they're not bibs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they can go with whatever <laughs> outfit you got. It's perfect. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
I'm just adding this to the official record books in my notebook so that we know that there is the Slow Ride Championship suspenders. Uh, suspenders for non-racers. I love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Love it. Um, some could say that, uh, Spencer, you're actually eligible for the uh, championship oh, yeah. suspenders because the key is non-racers. Yeah, I know. I'm not taking out a license this year. Yeah, I took one out I. last I year. It was a waste of money. <laughs> well, gentlemen, let's get into the, as always, some of the fantastic emails that we get here on the pod. Uh, this one comes to us from a friend of the pod, Warren Levinson. Dear Tim, Matt, and Spencer, I'm back. You may remember me as the guy who started listening to the podcast several years ago with the goal of hearing every episode in order. I'm still at it. <laughs> One day I will arrive in the present, but I'm still about a year behind. It's our time actu- traveler. Yeah. It's the time traveler. I actually got it down to about 10 weeks last summer, but then things happened. Yeah. A lot of First, things happened. Yeah. The tour. The 2021 tour, as much as I enjoy your commentary, I felt the need for daily recaps. Plus, the wonderful Kay Wagner was on the Brand X podcast, so I've abandoned you for a while, though I'm still looking forward to hearing what you said about Pogacar repeat and Slovenian cycling in general, and Mark Cavendish and Eddie Merckx and all the crashes. Well, we had quite a bit to say, if I remember. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And thanks, by the way, for getting Kate on the show. That was a rare treat. I read The Rider on your recommendation as well, which was a lot of fun. I also read Daniel DeVice's Greg LeMond biography. And after I heard you talk to him, also very worthwhile. Yeah. Let me just say, uh, Warren, if you stopped reading so many books, maybe you could catch up to the podcast. (laughs) But they're books we told him to read. So I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Then in the fall, I broke my wrist in an extremely careless bike crash. Kids, let this be a lesson to you. Pay attention on the trails. Those motor vehicle barriers are there for your protection, and if you ignore them, they will clothesline you. Oh, no. Yeah, they will. A bollard. Got our friend. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I hope that you are recovered by the time you catch us in a year, and now you are able to laugh about it, Warren. (laughs) That took me off bike for a while, which cut deeply into my podcast listening time. I did borrow a stationary bike from a neighbor and watched a lot of bicycle porn, all 12 episodes of The Least Expected Day, which I occasionally insufferably reserve to as El Dia Menos Pensada, for instance. But not much listening. Plus, there are now approximately 14 million podcasts, and the number worth hearing has grown to about 19. So there's a lot of competition. I was going to close with wishes that the pandemic is over by the time you get this, but then I realized, of course, that while I am time-traveling, you are not. And the best I can hope for is that by the time I hear you have received this, this pandemic will be over, despite our stacked Supreme Court doing its dead-level best to keep it going. Thanks for your show. Keep up the good work. Or congratulations on all the good work I haven't gotten around to hearing yet. Cheers from the future or the past. Warren. Uh, Thanks, Warren. You love it. Better news about the current... The current world. Yeah, so, Warren, so sorry. Things are still bad. So what? what is it? Should we do some kind of um, like guess of the future for Warren? So, right, he is now. <laughs> yeah. He is 100%. now like catching up to us, right? So he's a year behind. So when he listens to this in 2023, mm-hmm. he's going to hear us make predictions about what's going to happen in 2022 mm-hmm. for the cycling mm-hmm. year. So one, I'll start. Okay. Pogacar is not 
going to win the Tour de France in 2022. That's a pretty hot take. Do you have a guess of who will win in his place, or you just think it'll be? uh, He will not win the Tour de France because he will not start. Oh. He will not start, not because of an injury. He will not start because of a manager's decision. A manager's decision. Wow. So in, internal a big, testing. Big prediction. Uh. Internal testing brought up a little something. We haven't had anything that big happen in cycling for a while. Um, we're due. Yeah, we're due. We, are, we are due. We are due. Hey, right. people come here for the hot takes, especially Warren, one year later. So, Warren, that is a slow ride podcast guarantee in the past. That's a very All hot right. take. Um, I'll hot take that Vanderpool uh, doesn't win anything this year. He comes back briefly now and then battles injury and 2022 is a complete wash unfortunately it's a wow wow these are hot takes but um i hope it doesn't yes i don't know we're we're when warren hears this we're gonna be in the future right and like yes this whole time that he's been listening to us he's been thinking where these oracles from the future giving him news about what's happening that's right. And so I, I feel like we need to like think bigger, like outside of the box rather than just race predictions. So I'm going to say in 2022, somehow um, Tour de France announces that a stage will be run in the metaverse. And I don't know if that means that everybody's wearing the um, Oculus headsets and, and stuff or if they're just doing it on Zwift or what, but it's going to be in the metaverse because the metaverse is coming, you guys, and uh, it's time that cycling Can embraces you, the future. Okay, if they're all wearing the Oculus headsets, right? Uh-huh. Let's assume they're on their trainers. Uh-huh. What rider draws the short store at straw and is actually next to Buhani? Because they're getting punched. What um, do you ride for now? Well, let's go. Uh, let's tell Warren that it's a uh, a French team. Um, yeah, but uh, be surprised by that one. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't follow yeah. Bahani very closely. He is on. Uh, he currently on. rides for Ar- Arkea. He's on. Still a- on oh Arkea. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I assumed he was either on Arkea or he'd gone uh, big money transfer to Kofidis. Because hmm. that's how they roll. So, well, that's it, Spencer. I like the metaverse. Um, guess um that's mm-hmm. very right up your alley i appreciate that i think it's prediction it's a, it's a solid prediction um i do want to just say shout out to like can we bring back that f1 qualification type uh remember we did it for that one stage where they kind of uh, mm-hmm. staged people out in a grid um, i think we need to do more of that and just really just but make the grid like a mile long so people really have to sprint at the start. I just think the whole thing should be done in the metaverse, man. Like, and we can sell <laughs> NFTs about it, and you know, and that'll solve a lot of problems that cycling uh, has as far as sponsorships and uh, revenue generation. Um, you guys really need to embrace this thing, get on the blockchain. Um, bot? I'm selling. Tell me I'm more, selling tell some me more, uh, information about it. If you want to attend a <laughs> webinar that I'm uh, putting on. Oh, uh, yeah. Tickets are the, going fast, so pretty limited, actually. Um, going real fast. Uh, Boswell Airbnb. Hey, fellas. I inadvertently stayed at Ian, Boswell lean, Ian Boswell's lean-to over the summer, and I thought oh. I would send along my review. 
All right. I love it. Let's my, hear it. My girlfriend, a.k.a. the greatest of all time, booked us a hip camp. It's like Airbnb for camping. Yeah, yeah. So we could get out of the big city of Burlington for a long weekend. <laughs> uh-huh. I love that. We pulled up to the old farmhouse and we were both instantly starstruck when no other than former 10th place finisher at the Tour de Langkawi <laughs> came out to greet us and show us to our camp. Hell yeah. I, I sure hope. I sure hope that they were like, dude, when you got 10th place at the Tour of Langkawi, it was like the greatest moment of my cycling fandom. Yeah. Um, The site sits on a small cleared hill with views of endless Vermont Grode, a small fire pit and a lean-to. After showing us around the property, he left us when he received a call that I can only presume was from Vasil Kirienka. His wife later brought up a small farm basket of homegrown produce and a sausage to our camp. Overall, they were both extremely friendly and the area has some great gravel, even by Vermont standards. Five out of five stars. Your biggest fans in Vermont, Eric and Emily, attached some photos, including Ian's dog who came to visit when it smelled us cooking the sausage and the site (laughs) listing if you want to take a look. We have the site. Yeah. I feel like the dog probably uh, advocated for the sausage, maybe slipped it in the basket of fruit as well, just so, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. he could get the treats later. I just got to say, this is an amazing looking lean-to. Gentlemen, it looks really nice. It looks really nice. I I think the Slow Ride podcast might have to do our own little Yelp reviews. We've got we got to we got to do a, an annual retreat. I can't uh-huh. think of a better way than to fly into the big city of Burlington and and drive out to Ian Boswell's place. But let's yeah. not tell him who we are and see if he recognizes us and our our <laughs> silk tones. Our, our oh, it could be so good. Yeah, silky like your voice is your voice is somehow so, so familiar. familiar to me. It's I feel like I've listened to it for many more days than I should have. Are you actually that voice? Are you guys in the Gravel Hall of Fame? Well, <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Ian. Ian I appreciate no. <laughs> that. Well, what an amazing email! Thank you so much. We've got the listing. Yeah. Everyone should go and uh, tell them the Slow Ride Podcast sent you. Um, let's see. Oh. Schlecking, this one comes to us from Kevin McLennan. Guys, I will keep this short like any hill Tim ever rides in Florida or Spencer Zwift rides. Burn! Oh, no. Or even my attention span. (laughs) While climbing today in the brisk January eastern Kentucky mountain air, I went full Schleck with my vest, but most certainly not my kit. Had to keep the EF Palace duck. Thanks, AliExpress, in full zip. (laughs) Too cold for that shit. With that said, I offer these jingle options. <clears throat> Any layer flapping as you climb is a full schleck every time. Okay, I like nice. I like the lyrics. I think the okay. tune maybe needs some work. Okay, uh, we got we got we another. Get one, a right? different artist to do the next one, but yeah, that's yeah, good we too. might have to. Okay, do you, do you want to do this next one, little guy? No, I mean I don't have it in front of me, so I, you should sing it. You should sing it. Okay, if layers are a flapping when you ride by. It's a full schleck when you say hi. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the latter is more the lat the latter is more to include Spencer's sign off, which means if little guy Mm -hmm. were to adopt the jingle, the two could flow seamlessly on the outro. Might take a few episodes to nail it, 
But maybe by the time you saw out of all those T's or episode 500, whichever comes first. Seriously, though, thanks for making my commute suck so much less. Kentucky Kevin. All right. Thanks, Uh, Kevin. Sick burns. Yeah, one of these days we'll get those intros and outros down. It's not like we screwed it up today or anything already. No, not like we've done a couple different takes. No way. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 all in on that first one though. I I think that one was actually uh, pretty solid. Maybe you should pop in your head whenever you any layer flapping as you climb is a full schleck every time. And uh, shout out to friend of the pod, Amanda Nauman, uh, asked us the question because she went full schleck with the vest the other day in that crisp SoCal air. Yeah, it looked pretty chilly. So <laughs> It's the unfortunate thing is even even if I get really warm here uh, in Minnesota currently, it's not going to be uh-huh. any any layer of schlecking weather on any of my rides for, for a month or two out. Well, little guy, the key... Is that you gotta you gotta anticipate that and just wear one extra, extra layer. That's true. That, why do you think they make? Do you know the jackets that uh, cycling brands make that are like windbreaker? Like there's no liner to it at all. It's yeah. just a mm. shell. Mm-hmm. Yes. They serve no purpose. They don't keep you warm. They don't <laughs> keep you dry. They don't do anything except for exist to be unzipped. To flap. So you got to get flap. one of those. Yeah. It's a good point. That's a good point. I okay, do have a I, vest I can add over that won't doesn't add a lot of warmth this time of year, but would be good for Schlecken. Little guy <laughs> and Spencer, I got some questions for you guys. Uh, what is... <laughs> Spencer, how many messenger bags do you own right now? Currently, um, let's see, uh, three. I think I have two reload bags and one Ortley backpack. Okay, so you got an Ortley backpack. To. Okay, I have yeah. a Chrome backpack. That has a horrible tear, tear in it. Like it, like I need to either get it warranted, but I need a new backpack. I've okay, got a right. Bailey Works bag that has become a diaper bag. Yeah. Um, I've got my uh, my my Minneapolis uh, dank bag with the big grain belt. They can it's way too big. Oh, two yeah. file boxes, the biggest bag ever made. Yep. Way too big. And then I have a Swift Cycle bag from Trash Bags, and then my it's orange too many. bag. I I have too many, right? Way too many. Mm-hmm. Should I just cut off the flap and put those up? Like I, I mean, what's the what's the right amount of bags? And also, I need a new backpack. What backpack should I get? I was thinking of getting a Bailey Works backpack. See, I've kept all my bags uh, for the sole purpose of moving. When I move apartments, they're great for just stuffing full of things <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. moving to a new place. But now that we've got a house, I'm not going to move again anytime yeah. soon. So I don't need these anymore at all. Um, my yeah, I don't know. Most- a, I have, I don't know, somewhere in between. I have a couple that are half broken. I have one that doesn't, like, I have a reload that doesn't have a strap, but it's just a bag. But a bunch of my bags live as um, different, like, categorizing my kit, you know? So I have, like, 15 pairs of bibs at this point, right? So I have, like, a bag that's not a very functional bag, but it's just full of, it's just full of bibs. So they're hampers. It's got all the bigs, yeah. And I have a closet... I have a very small closet so, in one. So you have room a you have a is, you have a bib bag. Yeah, because I I have all these bags. So other than uh-huh. one or two bags that like get switched you, out for running errands, the the rest of the you, bags are just different different kit bits in them. So I know like I grab that red bag. It's full of bibs. I fish uh-huh. through there. I find the bibs I want. I grab the old green reload bag, and that's got 
that's got jerseys in it. It's a classic know? one. Do you I have hangers? I, do I have hangers in my house? Yes. Yeah. Like you don't yeah, want to ha- like, like hang your bibs? No. I have so many bibs. <laughs> it would take up it would take up all my closets. But if I actually if if my cycling kit wasn't like in bags that have been like compressed, like it would take up almost the entire room of the house at this point. I have so much cycling kit. Okay. Most of it's garbage. Good. Most of it's like yeah. really old Pactimo stuff from 2007. But, you know, why can't I get rid of it? I don't know. I, I want to relive the dream. You pull it out, you're like, oh, I was a Cat 4 when I wore this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Listen uh, here, Tom Boonen. Yeah. Tom Let me tell you the magical stories of Durand Road Race, where I yeah. wore this pink <laughs> jersey and blue bibs. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, One you day, guys know these I could still be got yours. I got the classic pink. You guys love my pink jersey that I got out of a uh-huh. dumpster the, in like 2005 that the, I wore. The for pink's the an all-timer. Years. Just yeah. like my yeah. super team oh. bibs, um, also from a dumpster. Uh, when we were rocking the dumpster kits, we were actually probably the most fashionable people in, in Minnesota cycling. Um, oh, for sure. So for sure. It's questionable. Anyway, I, that's just it. I, I'm going through a bit of an uh, existential crisis as I am also like Spencer, not moving anytime soon. Yeah. And... I always complain about all the amount of plastic toys my kids have and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I got a lot of messenger bags. This is like one of these things that just like, I could probably cut these yeah. things down, cut off the flap, which has like a, you know, a, like a meaning Graphic. to me. Yeah. Like, Oh, I won that race. And then like maybe put those like frame them, but I don't know if I need these bags anymore. Uh-huh. Cause I'm kind of, a, I, I've beca- when I turned 38, I got a backpack, you know? Yeah. Oh, I've been in the backpack world for a while, and I know Spencer had a backpack for a long time. I, I mm-hmm. can't imagine going anywhere with the one-strap other than the one-strap bag sometimes will sit in my basket, you know, <laughs> most. But otherwise, it's miserable to wear a one-strap. Yeah, no, they're terrible. Um, the we've worst. moved on. Yeah. All right, that was it. That's all I was curious as I'm trying to figure Just out what I'm going to do. Just do some sort of ritual, ritualistic... Um, severing of the flap from the bag tim and then maybe maybe you put that in a uh, like a three ring binder or something or you string it up as a some sort of pennant on the wall or like and then Tibet, maybe tibetan prayer flags but instead it's my messenger um, right and then yeah. you, flaps, you know all around the yard. get a little pyre made in the in the fire pit and uh you know just sort of lay them to rest the the remaining carcass all right. That's yeah, the way we'll you need that. to do it. Yeah. Maybe we'll live cast that um, from Ian Boswell's uh, Lean To. Oh, well, now there's an idea. You brought 15 messenger bags up to his Lean To to burn. He'd be like, uh, excuse me, so, but like, burning all that, all that 20, Cordura. Do you think, do you think he would mind if we did a... embedded sweat in them, too. Mm-hmm. And water. Like all of a sudden, all of a sudden it becomes a super, a super fun site. Um, yeah. I'm curious if uh, if he would mind if the uh, if if we hosted like a, a slow ride podcast like Woodstock on his farm oh. there, like just oh, invite everybody to it. come. Yeah, he's into it. I he could I'll be just the guest right now. And with that, it is don't forget our to. time to thank. I think we're gonna take next week off. That's right, little guy. Thanks for the quick reminder that after 375 episodes, we have decided to take a week off. Um, I, I, I believe we deserve it, um, just in time for Cyclocross National Championships. And with that, we'd like to thank BK1 of Rhyme Series Entertainment. We'd also like to thank all of the members, supporters 
of the Wide Angle Podium Network, head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out about our bevy of independent cycling podcasts. And this, oh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. This is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And don't forget any layer flapping as you climb. Is a full schleck every time. This has been Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you that I'm the Jeopardy champion uh, this week. And uh, to (laughs) always wave at all your fellow cyclists who you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Dear cycling friends, we accept the fact that we have created the premier gravel and road racing podcast, and we don't think you're crazy to ask us who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a hobby blogger, a gravel pro, and a curious newbie. And you can find us on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours the Grodio Podcast.